morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along today on this Sunday morning. We've been talking a little bit here yesterday about our progress, the importance of, of our progress being evident to all. There's a challenge I want to be giving to those who've been following the Lord for a period of time. It's easy to begin, well, for many people, it's easy to begin the Christian life and to see clear victories. We may change habits. We may stop going to certain places. We start going to church. We, 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 there's outwardly things like a, like an, like the layers of an onion, shall we say, and those outer layers that we peel off that were of the flesh and of the old life, um, they're, they're easier than when you get down into those core issues of who we really are deep inside. We're excited about our new life. We grow. We have momentum. We start seeing changes immediately, and they're obvious, and they're outward, and and then we get down to some of those deeper core issues that are more stubborn, harder to address. Maybe we're in denial of. Maybe we don't even understand. And they're deep, deep within us. And, and it's easy to lose our spiritual momentum. And I like to talk about how to regain that momentum. If our faith has become stagnant, how to regain that momentum. And in Scripture... There, you know, there's no, there's no one simple answer. We're going to talk about this the next few days, but one that comes to my mind that I'd like to address this morning comes from Psalm 106, and that's with the children of Israel. Now, they had been slaves 400 years, and they were coming out of Egypt. They'd seen these great miracles, the judgments that brought Egypt to its knees, brought Pharaoh to his knees, and out they came. What a deliverance. 400 years of slavery and pain and suffering, and they came out of it and they had a salvation. What an incredible deliverance. And then, of course, as they were coming out, Pharaoh decided, I'm not so keen on this anymore. I'm going to chase him down. He's got him pinned in against the Red Sea, and God opens the Red Sea. And they pass through the Red Sea, and then one final blow to Egypt, the Egyptian army gets crushed as the sea closes in on them. You would think these people would just have a faith that would be overwhelming. You would think they'd say, wow, we can do anything. We just crossed through the Red Sea. And yet, hear, hear the story of what happens to them in Psalm 106. You ready? We have sinned like our fathers, starting with verse 6. We have sinned like our fathers who committed iniquity. We have behaved wickedly. Our fathers in Egypt did not understand your wonders. They did not remember your abundant kindnesses, but rebelled by the sea at the Red Sea. Nevertheless, he saved them for the sake of his name, that he might make his power known. Thus he rebuked the Red Sea, and it dried up, and he led them through the deeps as through the wilderness. So he saved them from the hand of the ones who hated them, and redeemed them from the hand of the enemy." The waters covered their adversaries. No, no one of them was left. Not one of them was left. Then they believed his words and they sang his praise. You see, it's happened here. They come out of Egypt. They get by the Red Sea. They begin to doubt. God saves them anyway. God does a miracle. He opens the Red Sea. He brings them through. He destroys their enemies. They believe his words. They sing his praise. 
They're excited about him. God is alive to them. God has shown his good hand to them. But then the next verse, verse 13, they quickly forgot his works. They did not wait for his counsel, but craved intensely in the wilderness and tempted God in the desert. He gave them their request, but he sent a wasting disease among them. Or I like the marginal reading, he sent leanness into their soul. Quite an interesting, quite an interesting idea here, isn't it? From this great miracle, it's not long before they forget what God did. And I believe that this problem that us people have of forgetting the works of God gets us in trouble. It causes us to get, well, unbelieving. It causes us to doubt. It causes us to to begin to trust in ourselves again, to go back to self-reliance. It causes us to become stagnant in our faith in God. How do you renew it? Well, if the problem is we forgot, it seems like the answer is that we remember. Let me say that again. If the problem is that we forgot, it seems like the answer ought to be that we remember. I enjoy reading from Mark Batterson, who, and in his book he said, and I'll paraphrase this quote, he said something along the lines of, our greatest problem is not that we don't feel bad enough when we do things that are wrong. Our greatest problem, our greatest weakness might just be that we don't feel good enough at the things God has done. When we under-celebrate, and I like that term, when we under-celebrate the works of God, our faith begins to become stagnant. Our faith begins to dry up. When we under are you guilty of under-celebrating? the goodness of God. You know, we're, we're no different than these Israelites. It's so easy to forget. Of course, this is one reason we have communion or the Lord's Supper, breaking of bread on a regular basis. At our church, we do it every other week. Some churches every week, some churches once a month. But it's a reminder of the greatest victory ever, the death of Christ, where he gained a victory over the evil one and delivered us from the dominion of sin and then rose from the dead. And so that's a celebration. I know often it's a somber thing where we focus on our sins. I prefer it to be more of a celebration where we focus on Christ's victory. Sure, there's room to self-examine. There's room to wonder if, if there's something you need to confess. But the focus ought to be, this is the greatest victory ever. The death and resurrection of Jesus Christ is a victory. And we ought to celebrate it and remember it. But I'd like to also encourage, how many victories can you remember that God has done in your life? How often do you remember them? If you were to be challenged right now, and I'd like to issue this challenge, when this, when this video is over, could you sit down and write down five or 10 or more answers to prayer? Five or 10 or more ways that God has shown up in your life it's great to be able to say, you know, theological things. He forgave my sins. He, he, he conquered death. He gave me the Holy Spirit. Those are good things. But how about five or 10 specific things for you? A way God worked in your life. A way God provided for you in a need. A way maybe God provided a friend. God provided money. God provided fellowship. 
Maybe God gave you a word that you needed to know a specific, maybe something you heard here on this daily videos that I do that was just for you, that you really believe God spoke to you. Maybe a victory you had, maybe a, a wayward child who who made a significant step in the right direction or came back to the Lord in, result, in response to your prayers and your the, the cry of your heart. Any number of things. Our God does, he is active in our life. Often his miracles and victories seem a little quieter. We pray for things. Do we remember to celebrate them? I know that in our in our my church background, we didn't have a strong belief in physical healing. And uh, we began to have needs and we began, we would pray to God for healing. We'd begin to do that. But it took a long time before we ever really to stop and celebrate when those prayers got answered because it's like we were a little afraid that, uh, you know, we might be coming a little bit um, different than our spiritual tradition. Now we make a, we believe, for instance, God is a healing God. And we ask him to do that. And it's important that when he does, that we stop and thank him. Like the leper who turned back of the 10 lepers who were healed. One turned back glorifying God. The others didn't. And it's important for us to be people who remember what God has done and stop and celebrate what God has done right at the moment, but also be keeping in whether, whether a written record or in our heart that we're keeping a record of how our God has come through for us. If we do, we can, if, if you have, if you've lost your spiritual momentum and become stagnant, why don't you try this? Think through some of the victories God has given you, big ones, little ones, ones recently, ones a long time ago. Remember and praise God for those answers and just see if maybe that might help you regain some spiritual momentum, some confidence and faith that God is for you, he's in you, he's with you wherever you go. And see if, um, again, see if that might reignite some faith in you. I believe it will. Remember these, the Israelites, they saw the hand of God, they praised him, they sang his praises, things went well, but they quickly forgot. And because they forgot, they, they had a leanness of their soul. Let's not be forgetting. Let's remember, let's intentionally praise God and thank him for the victories he's given and see if that doesn't just help you regain your spiritual momentum and reignite your faith. Amen? Father in heaven, we thank you that you are an active God. And I think of how you call upon us, you urge us to pray to you, to ask you for things. And then, Father, you do answer. And sometimes, Father, I just confess, it's it's easy to miss the answer because it doesn't come immediately or it doesn't come in the time frame I was thinking or in the exact way I was thinking. But but Lord, I just think of how you've done things with people in particular, with think, things with finances, with our money, things with health, things with relationships, things in our church, things on our campus. Lord, you've, you've answered so many, many, many prayers. So often we, Lord, we, we ask for favor and blessing and you give it and we just forget to respond, forget to thank you. We kind of assume that's just kind of a given now. And I pray, Father, that you'd make us grateful people, intentionally grateful people, that we not be people who forget the works of the Lord. We confess it's so easy. It's easy to not even notice them. 
and then it's easy to forget them within a, like the children of Israel, within a matter of day or days or weeks, to forget the good hand of God that's been upon us. We, Father, we ask, we want to live our lives with, a good, with your favor, with your blessing. We want to live our lives with an awareness that God is for us. We want to live our lives each day confident that you are watching over us, protecting us, guiding our path, filling us with joy, leading us in victory. And Father, we, we realize that you do that more than we, you do it more than we realize. And we acknowledge, Lord, that if we would just praise you more, we'd be more aware. And I pray, Father, I pray for each one of us to have a spiritual momentum, a joy, a momentum of joy, a, just an increasing joy and faith and love and goodness and confidence. All of these qualities that you give us, I pray they would be ours in increasing measure. And we acknowledge, Lord, how important it is to be remembering and thanking you for your deliverance and your victories in the past if we want to continue to see them in the future. I pray for this. Lord, anyone here who's stuck, stagnant, help that faith to be reignited, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I hope this is helpful to you. It really is to me. I, I want to encourage you, don't under-celebrate the victories God has given you. Remember them. Don't focus so much on your failed past. Focus far more on God's victories in your past. I believe we will see more of what we focus on. Focus on your failure, you'll see more failure. Focus on the victories God has brought, I think you'll see more victories. And I hope for that. Thanks for being with me. We're here every day, 8.30 a.m. I pray you'll join me. Tell your friends. Tell them at church today. Pass the word to your small group members, family members, people, whoever in your influence. Encourage them to come check this time out. And if you're new, hit that subscribe, notify, like. Tell me where you're from. And uh, I'd always like to know who's joining in. It's an encouragement to me. And uh, come back day by day. I believe you're here day by day for the next, you know, for several months. You'll be surprised how God will bless, inspire, encourage, and edify you. That's what we're here to do, how to serve. So God bless you. You have a wonderful day, and we'll see you tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.